Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, welcome to a special edition of the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast. So in the next couple weeks and months, I'll be diving into the Browns offseason. Um, I'm not, a, like I've said before, I'm not a salary cap expert, but I am an accountant and I try to understand it as best as possible. It's not as complicated as people think. And like I always say, uh, salary cap is uh, easy to manipulate, hard to maintain. Um, I'm your host, Steve Gill. This is the uh, part of the Fanatical L's Network, part of the Fans for Sports Network. Let me get all that information out real quick. And again, I thank you for following us, uh, downloading our shows, weird Browns fans just like you. So let's, uh, first of all, Let's get the uh, talk about the elephant in the room, the uh, occurrence last night of uh, Baker Mayfield beating an Eagles team that is obviously leaking oil all over the place. Um, sure, give him his props, but no, I do not want Baker Mayfield on the Cleveland Browns. They traded for a better quarterback in Deshaun Watson. I don't care what kind of money they gave up. I don't care what kind of draft picks they gave up. Andrew Barry has been able to move on and still draft good, potentially starting players with the hand he's dealt. As for the money, he's no longer the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. That's uh, Cincinnati's Joe Burrow, who can't seem to stay healthy. Uh, you want to talk about that guy? Let's talk about that guy. But anyway... Um, I am perfectly happy with Deshaun Watson. If Baker Mayfield had thought a little bit more about the team and not himself, he denied he was hurt. Uh, sure, brave, take the pain, but you're not helping the team any when you you have a bad shoulder. And uh, not running the plays that were called, fine. 
you know, Bernie Kozar did that. His last play is a, a Cleveland Brown, and it was a touchdown, and he was cut the following week. We all agree that Bill Belichick made a huge mistake with that because Bernie is a legend. Baker Mayfield called plays that didn't work. He had an opportunity to have the Browns pick up his fifth-year option and give him an extension, and he didn't play that way. So what? He won uh, the worst division in the uh, NFL with a quarterbacking a team that went 9-8. and eight. By the way, Cincinnati Bengals went 9-8, and eight, and they were on their second quarterback. So, no. I don't, I don't, what happened last night is an anomaly. He's going to go to Detroit and they are probably the Buccaneers season will end. So let quick, let's look at the playoffs. If you look at the teams that have made it, only one of them was a wild card team. Uh, Green Bay, who beat a team that had the Dallas Cowboys, who had won 16 games in a row at home. So they might be someone like the 2020 Tampa Bay Bucks, something to take a look at. Uh, if they can give San, if they can beat San Francisco, then you gotta you gotta think that they got something special going. But all the other teams, home teams, division winners. So the object of this offseason for Andrew Barry and the front office is to enhance the team he are talented team that he already has. They have a great core, and don't let local media tell you or national media say, well, a, a, a team that's going to regress will be the Cleveland Browns. No, they're not. And no, they are not in cap hell. No, they're not. So all he has to do is build on what they've already got, and they have to win the AFC North. That's it. Bottom line. I, I was pimping that all the offseason this year. I thought they had a chance to do it. Uh, who saw the uh, Baltimore Ravens coming out of nowhere? Hopefully Todd Mulkin will get a uh, their offensive coordinator. We'll get a head coaching gig someplace so we can move on from Todd Mulkin. But where do the Browns stand? Uh, like I mentioned in uh, Sunday's show, um, the projected cap for 2024 is $242 million. I, I take that from over the cap, which is pretty reliable. They only they missed the 2023 salary cap by only two hundred thousand dollars, so that's pretty good. They're pretty reliable. Um, of course, your biggest contract is going to be Deshaun Watson, but like <coughs> like they did last year. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. They can renegotiate that, again, putting out what they call voidable years at the end. Um, they could save themselves in the neighborhood of $30 million by just doing Deshaun Watson. So right now, they're currently, I've seen reports of $19 million over, over the cap has them at a little less than $13 million over the cap. Um, with restructures, they could create as much as $60 million. Um, 
Uh, now, will they do all that? I, I don't think so. They've got some major questions to talk about. And the first one is Amari Cooper. What do you do with Amari Cooper? He's going to be due another $20 million next year. Do you keep him? Do you restructure? Do you look for a better wide receiver? Another veteran? Do you keep him? That's a big question because they drafted Cedric Tillman last year. Would they draft another wide receiver if they let uh, if they got rid of Amari Cooper? Would they go for another veteran? Um, I think they're going to try and redo Amari Cooper's contract and keep him around maybe for a couple of years. Next big question, Nick Chubb. Uh, will, first of all, you got to ask, will he be ready when the season starts in August, uh, July and August, or will be he put on the uh, pup list? That's, that's watch for off season moves. Would I like to see the, the Browns um, pick up a veteran running back just in case? Yes, I would. Um, I mean, I like Pierre Strong coming in good special teamers. He can return kickoffs, but he's a great gunner. So you got to take that in consideration. I can't see them re-signing Kareem Hunt. Um, I think that ship's going to sail. Jerome Ford, for what he does, he's not a one, number one back. He's barely a number two. He can be a nice number three, change of pace. He's cheap. He's on a rookie contract. So even if they rework Nick Chubbs, and I think they're going to, um, but it all depends on his health. Um, if you hear of a rework Nick Chubb contract, that means that he's, I've heard he's hitting all his benchmarks. So that means that they think he'll be healthy enough for the season, but you got to get a good backup quarterback. I mean, a backup running back. You have to, you've got to find somebody who can take that number two. Elliot, uh, one of our fellow contributors has been preaching this all year. I agree with him. Third thing backup quarterback. And I'm not talking about Joe Flacco. That ship is going to sail. They have to get, I heard today on a national program, they were talking about the Browns and, you know, a lot of people consider their season a failure. This guy said, no, it's not a failure. Still have a great roster. Andrews Barry is a great GM, but they got to find a backup quarterback. And he said, and I like this quote, they got to find the 32nd best quarterback in the NFL. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. I have nothing against DTR, um, but they've got to get a best. They got to get a backup quarterback. Until you know Deshaun Watson uh, can stay healthy, you still have to have a, a backup quarterback. And this gentleman proposed uh, Gardner Minshew, and I sat on that for a couple hours this morning thinking about it, and. Why not? Uh, he's only on a one-year contract with the Colts. He's going to be a free agent. He can come in and run Kevin Stefanski's offense. It's he he knows how to run run the RPO. He knows how to run the play action. He's still got a good arm. He's still young enough. Why not? Gardner Minshew. Hopefully they'll never use him. Hopefully Deshaun Watson will be healthy all year. And that's another thing they have to consider. How's his rehab going? Um, I think that Deshaun Watson will turn back into the form. We saw glimpses of it, uh, three-quarters of the Tennessee game, second half of that Baltimore game before he got hurt. 
that was classic Deshaun Watson. I have all the faith in the world that Kevin Stefanski can um, can design an offense. He's designed an offense uh, for four different style quarterbacks this past year. I think you're going to see a little bit more, um, a little bit more uh, creativity in Kevin Stefanski's offense. Um, if you probably noticed, uh, the uh, Cleveland Browns have a very long list of free agents that were all signed to one-year contracts or traded and had the last year of their contract. Um, there are a few key ones that I would keep. Uh, first of all, punter uh, Bajorquez, definitely, definitely keep him. Um, special teamers, um, uh, Matthew Adams and Mike Ford. I mean, collectively, they weren't uh, making that much money. <laughs> uh, down at the bottom, of course, you got to bring back Michael Dunn, Mr. Do-Everything. He was making like a million dollars past year. I would also bring back James Porsche and definitely Nick Harris. Um, he was making like 900 k uh, last year of on the um, offense. I would think about keep uh, re-signing Harrison Bryant. I know he's not everybody's uh, great tight end. Uh, they could probably pick up a very good tight end in the draft this year <clears throat> or even a, another free agent. On the defense, definitely Shelby Harris and Mohurst. If they are acceptable to coming back, uh, Shelby Harris made $3.5 million this year, and Mo Hurst made $1.1 million. I think you can bump that up a little and get them both back. Um, this may be not popular, but I would try and bring back Zadarius Smith. Uh, he seemed to change his attitude. Uh, Minnesota people said that uh, he was all about himself and was a me player. I didn't see that. I saw a guy who was having fun. Now, he may not have had a lot of sacks, but he was top 10 in pressures. And that helped Miles Garrett tremendously. Um, also, I would bring back Rodney McLeod. Um, before he got hurt, very valuable. Defense was playing extremely well. So that's just a, a small list. I mean, they're not that many. I, I think... Um, if they create the room that I think they're going to create in contract extension, uh, renegotiations, and speaking of contract, we'll get to that here in a second. Um, I think they can create enough room to keep this thing going. Um, I don't see a window closing by any means. I see them reloading. Uh, now for contract extensions, definitely Grant Delpit. They already did. Uh, he deserved it. Uh, JOK. Uh, he was the only one that showed up Saturday. Uh, the, the definitely JOK. They're going to have to find another linebacker. Both uh, Taki Taki and Anthony Walker are both free agents. If I had my brother, I'd keep Taki Taki. He is a liability in coverage, but he is a short tackler and uh, he plays the run very well. Um, also, let's just go ahead and get. Uh, Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry resigned uh, contract extensions for both. I know Andrew Barry is probably going to talk Wednesday or Thursday for his uh, postseason um, news conference. Uh, 
where he will be asked a ton of questions and answer them and not answer them all at the same time. You got to read between the lines with Andrew Barry. So that's basically it. Um, their needs, primary need, if they don't keep Amari Cooper, is wide receiver um, and running back. Um, offensive tackle, they need to get one more veteran in. Um, they'll have Wills and Conklin and Dewan Jones back. There's your, there's your three, your top three tackles who all got hurt this past year. Uh, but they need another veteran. Um, I don't want to see uh, Jaron Christensen or Jam. I'm sorry, James Hudson. I'm done with James Hudson. I, I am just done with him. Um, I know he's cheap, still on a rookie deal, but I, I'm finished. Um, well, who else? Safety, of course. If they don't bring Rodney McLeod back, you've got to have. They found a gem in Ronnie Hickman, but you still got to have safety depth. I don't know if they'll address that in the draft. Or if they don't sign Ronnie McLeod, um, they'll sign another veteran. Uh, Duran Harmon, getting up there in age, I think he's going to be 33. He was a nice little addition late in the season, but you still need a veteran safety, uh, somebody a little younger. Um, I'm sure uh, defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz has his list ready for Andrew Barry. So that's it for right now. I, I know uh, some of my fellow contributors are going to talk about uh, in another podcast later today, uh, player evaluation. Uh, Joel and Samuel both are uh, very good at what they do in the draft, and Joel is very is excellent at player evaluation. I don't know if I'm going to be able to join them later today. Um, I might. But um, that's it. Um, salary cap. <laughs> rework some deals. They are going to be fine. They're not in cap hell. Don't let anybody tell you that. So this is Steve Gill, your host of the Cleveland Browns pod, uh, Dog Pounds Out podcast, part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Again, thank you for watching and listening. And all I can say is the offseason has started. Let's reload. Go Browns.